0: Hey, I'm Pappy, and I'm Adam Willis, and you're listening to the Geek Town here on WEMF Radio, bionically. <laughs>
1: ow,
0: ow, what? That's my reaction. Trudial. Sounds like every Russo. <laughs> Hold on, I can <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Sorry, I was built up a little. I had like one of those uh, deep throat things going on. Ah, well, you Cause... know, it is the season. <laughs> no kidding. What's good, baby? Welcome to another episode of the Geek Down, Ladies and gentlemen, I am Pat B. At the side of me, I look to my man, Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. How we doing, Pat? I'm not bad, man. I'm not bad. One Why does our that? intro sound like we get the one where you can learn to beat people's asses? Here on W E, it's yo. gives the wrong impression of the show, man. Yeah, it makes us seem a little more aggressive than we might be. What do you mean aggressive? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no it's wild, man. <laughs> uh, but no, we have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you, and we are not alone in house. I looked to my left. This guy here, who's working the keyboards, ones and twos, and mics, and all types of technical equipment. I'm talking about just Johnny. Yeah. Yep. Mm, always understated, and of course the always well-informed across the table, looking very unicorn-like with the multicolors. How do you properly say it? It's mix. Mix. Mix, Amy Macab.
1: It's it's a gender neutral honorific. Okay.
0: I also accept <laughs> as
1: pronouns my liege while backing away slowly.
0: What happened my uh. dark lord?
1: I mean, Dark Lord is good, but then I get some Sauron vibes and things didn't work out so well for him. So I try to keep my distance from that. Mm-hmm.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's your own fault. You wore those contact lenses. Stay away while. from those doomed characters. You know, those Weirdos, man. Of all of them just sitting there with the like, blazing eyes and all types of, you know, uh, Mormon <laughs> pamphlets. It's strange. Mm-hmm. Strange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Of course, I look through the window and the man who's very uh, candid, but still keeping us sounding amazing. DJ Herbie Herb. Hey, guys. Hey, what's happening, buddy? How you doing? Her. Right, this guy. Y'all always scruffy and lovable. Mm. All right, we have an awesome like a show Muppet. for you. <laughs> That's good. Uh, But no, we have a good show, like I said. Um, um, I want to remind anyone who's just listening to us, you can also watch us, see our pert faces on twitch.tv slash thegeekdown if you want to check us out there. And, dude, I'm going to jump right in the news, man, because, um, okay, this one I want to just call attention <laughs> to because I'm pretty sure we all know this guy and uh, just aren't really remembering um the uh, roles until like we bring them up like, right you'll see what i'm talking about but i'm talking about actor uh miguel ferrer mm-hmm. uh, he passed away at cancer yeah he's one of
2: those guys you don't know the
0: name but as soon as you see his face you're like
2: yes mm-hmm. that's that guy and, and and like a lot of character actors but he was in two of my favorite things oh, what two which times? was twin peaks and robocop absolutely and so those are like Robo- one of the big pillars of my childhood like entertainment and stuff and watching those when I, when I was young like he was a major player and all wait, those stuff
0: how, how young were you when you were watching RoboCop?
2: I was pretty young though. yeah same yeah, I yeah, watched yeah, RoboCop yeah, yeah. really
1: young also yeah we had the Man.
2: VHS copy and we like put it in yep. and then as soon as it was done we just started back over and yeah my that dad movie was RoboCop. definitely yeah. definitely dark but it was it, it was so good and my mom didn't seem to mind but well, yeah he was uh, he was the creator of RoboCop he, he was, was yeah yeah um, was it Bob Morton? Bob Morton yes I only remember that because at the end, he's like, I had to kill Bob Morton because he made a mistake. Jeez, dude. And he just repeats that line. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, It's a raw movie. Doing I a bunch of Dick drugs Jones. with the uh, the hookers and Dick stuff. That's Jones. how he goes out. Yeah. Oh, wait, who works for Dick Jones?
0: <laughs> we all work for Dick Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Twin Peaks as well. You know? twin, yeah, yeah, I mean,
1: twin, he was so good in Twin Peaks. Just a mind yeah. job,
0: though, man. Like, wrap your head around that. It mm-hmm. just, to this day, makes no sense to me. What,
1: mm-hmm. Twin Peaks? Yeah. Oh, man. coming back you know can't wait
0: yeah Yeah, it is
2: and those those teasers for we'll finally found out how
1: annie's doing i guess Oh, really
2: those teasers are so great though and it's just like uh uh david lynch chewing on a donut or something (laughs) like that it's like 20 (laughs) seconds of him doing that and you're just like it's just so funny have you ever watched him uh, doing the weather no uh
1: david there's some great videos out there if you ever want to see it's david lynch and just doing uh telling you how the weather is that it's, day? He just looks out the window and tells you what the weather's
2: it like. It reminds me of like uh, Chris, Wa- uh, Christopher Walken uh, making that dish with pears. He was cooking with pears. What? I've never something heard like of this that. One. Yeah, I it's like a video one. and he's cooking and he's like cooking with pears. <laughs> I like it. And yeah, I so remember good. that. Yeah, yeah. But Christopher
0: Walken <laughs> does weird stuff,
2: man. Just, yeah, they're just so such unusual guys that you could just watch them literally just talk about the weather and you could be like,
0: oh, I could, I could sit here and watch I this all day. Mean, I don't want to. No, that's that's not that's, that's no? disturbing. I don't want to see the he's sitting in there cooking oh. with pears while david lynch eats a donut and stares at you <laughs> come on you know you like it's, it uh, I yeah.
2: yeah but miguel ferrer man it was uh definitely a bummer my friend is the biggest robocop fan in the world and as soon as he passed away i actually sent him a text i was like ah dude this happened he was like yeah he like seriously hurt he was seriously upset by it you know what i mean because uh, RoboCop's like he's an artist and he makes a lot of robocop art what he calls Robo Swaps, <laughs> where he does a RoboCop body, and he swaps out the head, <laughs> and he puts, like, different heads on them and stuff like well, that. Like, that's so sounds heads great. like, like yeah.
0: RoboCop in a dialect, or RoboCop. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, like like RoboCop or- with, like, uh, the Ultimate Warrior's head or something. Like RoboCop <laughs> and, like, Mario's head. I want to watch that movie. Head.
1: Yeah, I want to so. see, see Ultimate Warrior RoboCop.
2: Right, movie. but I that's mean. a lot of his, his artwork is that. So uh, I had to drop him a line and let him know that for our past, and it was, Ooh. yeah, definitely a bummer.
0: Oh, I get energy from Cyberdyne. It's not Cyberdyne, but, you yeah. know. Uh, what is it, though? What's the, uh, what's the company? I haven't watched it in, OCI. Years.
2: OCP. OCP. Oh, I failed. I failed. OCP.
0: Yeah, yeah. Amy, you should like, have,
2: like,
1: I have not watched RoboCop in, like, 10 years. I'm not going to lie. It's so oh, one of my okay, favorite well, sequels. I too, saw it a lot as a too? kid, but oh, okay. I haven't seen them in quite some time. Well, oh. OCP
0: runs the cops. Mm. OCP runs the
1: and, the, and the, Ow, that, you that all. seventy mm. show
2: father was uh, the bad guy? Yeah, he was. Can yeah. you fly, Bobby? And he throws mm. the guy at the truck. Oh, oh man. So man. much gore in that movie, too. <laughs> right, it's well, so over the childhood top. Childhood classic. Oh, it's, that we yeah. <laughs> perfect. Like, uh, you know, the
0: babysitter's away. Let's how put that young young on. you all said you were when you saw these things. Are we talking about these double digits? Look, I, watched, nah, maybe, I also uh, watched no.
1: Gremlins at, like, a really, really right, young age. And, like, that's Another great sequel. The sequel
0: to Gremlins is the most over the top. Gremlins 2 is one of the best movies made of all time. These yeah. are frightening non-children's movies well okay, okay gremlins 2 i guess no it's
1: gremlins 2 will mess you up gremlins 2 is, 2 is genetic experiment hell. did
0: you ever that? see that key and peel skit where they do
2: the, uh, the, the, in the movie yes put in the movie I have. yeah that
0: was amazing cause it was
2: true. you want the hulkster in this it's in the movie <laughs> absolutely and it does and it ends up in there it's so good mm-hmm. all right yeah.
0: we're talking about miguel ferrer yeah i, was- I, 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 say, I say ferrer it's ferrer
2: I Maybe I
0: confess. Well, he was a um, pretty versatile actor. Also, we just he was a drummer, um, which his... I didn't know until
2: yeah, yeah until I read uh, some stuff about him after he passed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Uh, his, he switched uh, to acting was, in the '80s. Was yeah,
0: Rosemary Clooney. Yep, um, mm-hmm. well-known uh, singer. He toured with her and with uh, Ben Crosby. He was a drummer for both of them uh, for a long time. Got into acting in the early '80s, mm-hmm. and he would do a lot of acting with his father. His father was Jose Ferrer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna say Ferrer. But as far, And, oh dude, did a lot of, like, you know, key roles. I actually wrote down some of them because the ones, shows I've seen, movies I've seen, and I barely remember, like, three episodes. i like, right. A-Team, you know, uh, 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 post. Um, when they had that Latin dude in there.
2: You can't recall every A-Team episode? What I'm
0: sorry. Look, okay, I was four. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I've, I'm right. drawing a blank on all those. So. All right, well, in all the famous roles, the key one that I noticed no one's ever brought up the Disney classic movie, Blank Check. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, I know wow. No, you're right. Yep. yep. Classic role. I'm. Oh. I'm. I'm. I'm pissed off. Was it he
2: was like sh- the main main guy? He's the one he that actually writes him the yeah. blank check. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. He was like, quickly. Was he because he ran over his brain. bike? Was that <sighs> that the movie? Robbed the bank, had the money in his own account, mm-hmm. ran over this kid's bike. Yep. Said, here, give this to your dad, give him a blank check, just signs it, not thinking. And he this kid puts it went. into his magical computer because it's the early 90s and you could yeah. just do stuff
2: like that. <coughs> Write a check for a million dollars. When you're right.
0: huge ass, loud ass Mac, not even MacBook, or iMac. It's like uh, one of those computers, Apple you have to step e inside. Yeah. Yeah, big ass thing with no <laughs> scanner. So good. Uh, yeah. Printed out a check for one million dollars. Yeah. And he just was able to cash it, no problem. What Was it
2: too? Is the uh, the the banker was like in on it too, and he thought that was maybe he was sending a kid to be more inconspicuous.
0: Yeah. The yeah. whole thing made sense.
2: Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I did not remember he was in that though. He, he I did was, not remember that movie till you actually brought it up. Not only him, but Tone Loke. Yes, and mm. Tone Loc was in Surf Ninjas, so that's all. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's
1: awesome. another. That's another classic yes. uh, quality film.
0: Quality film. film. Another one snubbed for the Oscar. What happened? Yeah. Anyways, um, notable actor uh, Miguel Ferrer um, leaves behind a legacy of over 100 roles in film and television. 100. That's crazy. Rest in peace, sir. All right, so we have a caller on the line. We are speaking to. Hi, this is Alex uh, Georgievich from Skidman Worldwide. Hey Alex, how you doing? Very good. All right, Alex is. Uh, well, first of all, thanks for joining us here on the Geek Down. Thank you, for inviting us. Oh, please, definitely. <laughs> Alex is. <laughs> Alex is one of the head honchos in charge of uh, bringing us the uh, upcoming game, Red Barton. And I, I keep saying, I kept saying Baron. This is where it kicked me. Red Barton and the Sky Pirates. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Think, uh, think, think of it as Richard Barton. So that's where the name came from, I believe.
0: No, it's very clever, man, because it was either that, <laughs> and it's hardcore, or, like, microwave pizza, and it got weird. It, it's like a whole battle. Yes, <laughs> yes, uh, and, uh, and, and a load of
3: lawsuits, I'm guessing, uh, for uh, all the Red Baron franchises out there. Okay. Quite a lot of them,
0: actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Bart, Barton's okay, though, right? No beef for, like, Barton Fink. No. I think I that like one flies four. under the radar. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta ask. I, I don't ask. I, I do love the movie, though. Oh, no, it's a great one. It's a great one. John Goodman going nuts. Oh, right. As a right. wrestling fan, though, that one was weird. to pick. Well, Okay, we're getting way off topic. Way off topic. <laughs> um, okay, so for, our, that. for our listeners who, aren't, who don't know, who aren't indoctrinated, want to give us a uh, quick rundown on uh, what is Red Barton and the Sky Pirates? Okay, so
3: uh, Red Barton and the uh, Sky Pirates uh, is a game... Uh, uh, Going out uh, on Valentine's Day, it's an air- arcade sim mm-hmm. uh, in the style of uh, old Star Fox N64 and Afterburner. If anybody remembers that one, oh, yeah. and uh, it's um, uh, pretty much a third-point uh, shooting, which you fly an airplane and follows uh, an immersive storyline, uh, and uh, basically uh, go and gain those yards and get to those end zones uh, on all the levels. It's all about the Super Bowl now.
0: Oh, that's deep now. Anyone who's not familiar with the genre uh, of flight sims. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I I lost you there for a second. Oh. So, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, if anyone's not familiar with the genre of flight sims, this isn't directly uh, from your Microsoft Learn to Fly uh, simulator. This one's actually more of an action game, more of an action-oriented, uh, you know, shoot down the enemy versus precision.
3: Yeah, I mean, for us, it's a shooter. And uh, uh, we've come up with uh, uh, the uh, official genre description as something that's not really describing it correctly. But it's definitely, you know, left, right, uh, uh, up, down, shoot, and uh, 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 dodge kind
0: of game. I hope so. Otherwise, you'd be flying those ships like in Independence Day. Where it's like, okay, I'm going to take this guy oh down, whack into a wall. I'm <laughs> take this guy down, whack into another wall. Yeah. Then Harry Connick Jr.'s there. Harry Connick Jr. So, can, yeah. can, you, can you fly with Harry Connick Jr.? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so, okay, so now we haven't actually gotten a chance to play this. Um, I was speaking uh, to Tybalt earlier today, and we actually didn't get a uh, version to check out. So you want to give us a rundown on mm-hmm. what, what kind of game uh, our, our audience can expect?
3: Oh, uh, well, um, that's okay. Uh, we we did um, uh, it's a game that's uh, going to uh, be released uh, through the Steam store and uh, uh, on mobile platforms uh, we're doing an Android and iOS uh, release at the same time. Mm-hmm. So um, it's uh, definitely an experience that's created uh, for the the PC uh, Steam audience, uh, meaning that if you have a gamepad around that's going to be very helpful. And uh, uh, it translated uh, uh, very well to the mobile uh, uh, platform, you know, to kind of uh, our surprise, uh, sort of. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, But uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, an arcade game that uh, is going to, you know, uh, uh, bring you back to those times when uh, games were about beating the high score, that retro era. And it has kind of that uh, vibe uh, of um, uh, the uh,
0: competition
3: between friends uh, Mm -hmm. in a you know on a on a party at somebody's house uh, that we uh, we all uh, love and remember so much. So couch uh, amazing, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: more like classic um, gaming, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, spilled on on my couch. My mom yelled at me. It was a great time.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh god, (laughs) the best,
0: the best. The best. No, no, yeah. no, I, I wanted to bring that up because um, one of the things that uh, was kind of interesting to me is it's a simultaneous release, and also you're looking for more of a uh, constant um, stream of content. It's not just you buy the game once, and then that's the experience, you know, forever hold your peace.
3: Yes. Basically, we're going to be offering. uh, There is an in game uh, uh, store system Mm -hmm. that uh, allows for uh, upgrades and customization of um, uh, uh, your airplane, meaning that you start with a single wing uh, aircraft uh, and uh, during the game uh, you can collect uh, some things and basically upgrade. But there is also going to be uh, a DLC that will be provided with patches throughout the year, which is going to bring uh, some new things, uh, you know, new. From the basic things like new skins and even new weapons to actually new levels. So that's all uh, down the line. So it's going to be kind of an ongoing thing. So once you actually buy the game, you will have access uh, to an entire uh, world of upgrades. uh, uh, Which are all going to be coming to you, you know, as uh, months go by.
0: That's cool. It sounds like um, there was this online game we all used to play a while back called Gunbound. I mean, there's been other games like this you know, since then, but that's the main one that comes to mind because in the game, you play the base game, and that's the one that everyone can jump in, and it's awesome, but then you can also buy different accoutrements for your particular unit. So I have my ship, I have my plane, I have my car, my etc., and I can outfit this with colors, with skins, with capes, with you know different mm-hmm. weapons, all types of stuff, and customize, and with the actual library available, everyone's different unit was different, so no one's ever stuck in like this uh, really generic, um, singular model of uh, a unit. And that's what you're shooting for. I think uh,
3: that's that's the whole point. uh, From, uh, you know, symbols on the wings customization to uh, uh, actually, uh, you know, Adding different parts uh, and making uh, your your aircraft unique. Uh, that is definitely all in the blueprints. However, the first release is going is going to focus on the storyline and actually getting the players uh, accustomed to the universe that we built uh, for this game.
0: Okay, then uh, talk to me about the storyline. Then,
3: well, Red, Red Barton uh, and, and the Sky of the and the Sky Pirates uh, uh, lives in a world in which uh, there is a little bit of. Uh, uh, you know, somewhere in, in the Milky Way. It's uh, not this planet, it's some other world. And we built uh, this uh, uh, kingdom, which uh, is led by, uh, uh, what is you know an evil king. And uh, uh, basically, you are uh, one of the people that actually worked for the king, but has turned against him. And uh, as you uh, uh, go forward, uh, you will actually be meeting, uh, you know, uh, your your fellow uh, uh, knights that have turned against you, and now I'll think of you as a traitor. So, uh, so are,
0: you, are you the this... bad guy? Hold, on, I think I missed something.
3: Oh yeah, you
0: oh, well. twist, Red Barton, you bastard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now I like it more.
3: <laughs> so, so we're trying to kind of uh, give it uh, several layers. Uh, because we are also focused on uh, the uh, future of the franchise itself, which, uh, you know, first uh, first uh, uh, part is to get uh, to the uh, main nemesis, but uh, you're only getting to his uh, lair, and then uh, further games are going to be dealing with uh, what happens next.
0: Oh, yeah, we don't have time for henchmen. You bring on the oh. big boss. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so. Um, I'd mentioned Gunbound and I also noticed it went pretty silent in here. So am I the only mm-hmm. one who's played like these online nerdy games? You can't I mean I
1: play a- I, I will be honest with you that this is just not a genre of gaming that I personally participate in, but it's something my father would have loved. He would have gone crazy for this. This is exactly I've watched him play fifty old. games like this. I'm not trying to be a bummer, I'm saying it's wonderful that these games are being created mm-hmm. and I look forward to seeing this game. Okay, and I mean, it's not something that yeah. I ha- I'm i not going to sit here and say it's my favorite genre, but I'm really enjoying what I'm hearing about the plot and also the customization options. Seems like a really intriguing thing for people that do play this style of gaming. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, definitely every time I hear that this is a genre, there is only a couple of uh, uh, leading games. Uh, I mean, Star Fox uh, was probably the, the one that actually swam above the surface uh, here in the States. Uh, and uh, we are kind of falling in those footsteps, but uh, to be honest, if, I'm, if you ask me now to like, look through an App Store and actually find uh, uh, competitors, I will actually have a hard time, because it's not uh, uh, something that's uh, you know, very uh, often present. Uh, they're not easy to make, uh, they are, uh, uh, I'm guessing uh, they are not easy to make to be uh, a, u- a unique experience. That yeah, you I'm, I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of generic ones.
0: They do fall a little far, uh, few and far between. Um, I do, uh, want to, oh, um, oh, <clears throat> God, I, I literally lost my train of thought in mid-sentence. Um,
3: um well... There was a question for uh, the, uh, you know, the initial release versus the uh, uh, story where that comes after. Yes. And uh, uh, I do want to, like, uh, emphasize that uh, the initial bundle, the, the game itself, uh, is uh, entirely self-contained, so whoever gets the hands uh, on the game, uh, on the release game, will have everything he needs to actually finish it, which is also very important for us. There's also going, going to be uh, things like uh, uh, on screen, uh, split screen, uh, kind of uh, collaborative co op mode. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the, that's the, those are the kind of things that, that we are really suckers for, and uh, uh, those kind of things that really work for us. So uh, we're going to kind of offer the endless gaming experience, uh, meaning that uh, you will be able to just fly and just like uh, beat the clock and do these things. But you'll also be able to like sit with your friends and just like make more, you know. Kill more things and make more points than him, and uh, the actual uh, uh, table, the actual um, scoreboard, is going to be international. Meaning uh, whoever plays the game anywhere in the world contributes to the same scoreboard.
0: Ah, so so can build up vendettas with people. Right. I don't even know. I like
2: it. Well, that goes back yeah. to that original gaming. You know what I mean? The uh, the high score stuff. So that'll yeah, definitely so try people to try, try to, to be better the than everyone.
0: Score of the guy uh, before you who put his name as sex. And then the one and next one, Ass, his name is yeah, Butt. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess, I guess one final thing to uh, to note would be since uh, users can play on both PC and on mobile. I'm guessing with the mobile, you're using a uh, a gyro 360 model where users can tilt the phone as their controls and such.
3: Yeah, we'll be using. You'll have a choice whether you want to use the on-screen control or you want to use the accelerator which comes with phones now stock. So uh, it's just, uh, you know, a matter of uh, uh, personal preference. I personally use the on-screen controls,
0: but, uh, you know, accelerate is a cool thing. Yeah, no, they're, they're, better. They're, they're okay, but I get dizzy.
1: Yeah, I get really dizzy.
0: <laughs> Put an Oculus wrist yeah. on a man, you make a mess. I mean, like yeah, you're I, in I, a I, car I, or I started, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I start like flying my phone around the the, the room, like looking like something wrong with me. Yeah, <laughs> people think you're crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like public so. transportation, walking around like that. <laughs> what's wrong with this guy? Yeah. Like, what's that guy doing? Yeah. He's walking on the tracks. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. <laughs> All right. So, where can our okay. where can our listeners actually check out Red Barton and, and Barton, not Baron, Red Barton mm-hmm. and the Sky Pirates?
3: Well, the information is available through uh, the uh, main website, uh, RedBarton.com but uh, we also have uh, a lot of uh, uh, videos uh, and uh, things available uh, on YouTube at this moment. Uh, we do we have a Twitter and Instagram following for schism Worldwide, our company. Uh, and uh, Valentine's Day, is going to be pretty much available on Steam Store for PC and Mac. Oh, how romantic. And, uh, and uh, well, he, there, is, uh, there, there is something I did not say, so uh, let's leave that for Valentine's Day. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, surprises. So uh, uh, and uh, yeah, and there is um, uh, the Android, there's the Google Play Store, and the Apple uh, App Store release is going to pretty much be simultaneous with the Steam release. So cool. it's all going out uh, uh,
0: February the 14th. All right, cool. You heard the man, Red Barton and the Sky Pirates. Check it out on <laughs> on Valentine's Day. Very Valentine's. romantic. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got my date this year. Yeah, send flowers. <laughs> All right, Al. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks you. For talking with you. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. No problem. All right, so that was Red Barton and the Sky Pirates. Red Barton. Yeah, that Valentine's Day can't even kind of got a off. <laughs> Um, I, I, I want to know what romantic thing he has now. Nah, maybe like, you'll know, shoot hearts at people. Or maybe like a Cupid mode, where instead of a ship or instead of a plane, I'll be flying like a little fat kid in the a <laughs> <before laughs> bone I'd out. I'd play that
1: him. game. Yeah, very PC.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, I got to check out a TV show that just premiered, starring one of our favorite actors, uh, Tom Hardy. Uh, right. Of yeah. All people. Yep. yeah this
1: is I've been looking forward Amy to Amy doesn't show.
0: like him, Yeah, Daryl I'm not a, like sure. no, I'm a fan of him. I
1: definitely fan, yeah. do not like Tom Hardy <laughs> in any way. And oh, I keep hearing all. about.
2: I keep hearing about the show, though.
1: No, I love Tom Hardy, guys. Please, yeah. please, anyone out there, just like we, just know yeah, that yeah, I love Tom that. Hardy very much. No, I think,
0: uh, I, think I don't want. I don't
1: mean. want anyone out there to be like,
0: excuse me, oh, what a bitch. Oh, <laughs> no, everyone knew you were being facetious, mm. except Herb. He's
1: <laughs> I like Tom Hardy, but my my best friend La makes my my interest in Tom Hardy. I think are eclipsed greatly.
0: Yeah. Oh wow, you super fan. She goes a little. Uh, like,
1: I'm pretty sure that if if he could erect some sort of shrine.
0: To Tom Hardy. Perfect.
1: Specifically, real quick, uh, I would say early uh, 2000s MySpace Tom Hardy. Uh, For where, those who don't know, the, uh, please the, look up his the, MySpace. The photos. whitey
2: tighties and the gut all out, the ultra, right? The ultra Man is in his natural habitat. is not he, <laughs> he referred to it? I think that's what yeah, he said. So about please, it? Yeah. So please, please,
1: everyone, uh, when you are uh, listening to Pat's review of Taboo, take a second and Google Tom Hardy's MySpace photos. Oh, no. why, would
0: you, why would you? do that? Because now they're going to get these weird lanky. You need to, to like know, people. It's, it's really out important. There. It's the, out truth. There, right? the truth. Truth oh. is out there. Just like watch Layer Cake or Star Trek Nemesis to see the original. Recipe Tom Hardy before like the Bane, Bronson recipe. workouts came into the mix. Oh. Before the, the, the workouts for ta- for Taboo.
1: Bronson was like ten years ago, dude. He's he's yeah, been he, he, was, he was
0: monstrous <laughs> then.
1: He's I gotten, like warrior gotten, Tom Hardy bigger
0: and badder. Warrior yeah. Tom Hardy was frightening. Mm. I, I know people like that. Yeah, right. He was like some random dude from South. Oh my God, you was in the core. you're English, stop that. <laughs> All right, but no. Uh, Taboo is a story about a man who um, it's set in the eighteen hundreds. He goes off to find himself in the world. And he didn't really come from an upscale family. He came from a known family in the community, but kind of known for being there, a family that's kind of squandered anything they have. And the father's a bit of a, uh, not really like a man with high social standing, but he owns a single piece of land. And Hardy comes back after his father's death to negotiate for that piece of land that apparently England wants, America wants, and no one really knows why this piece of land, which as far as they are, are, are familiar with, is just like a you know mud pack. Yeah, uh, just a spot of dirt out in there in the woods. Yeah. yeah, and it turned out to be really important for reasons I won't divulge, because uh, that's a bit of a spoiler, but he comes back to town and people don't recognize him. He has to reacquaint himself with folks, and as people start to recognize him, you realize since we don't know much about him at the start of the show, uh, that he wasn't really the nicest guy. He was kind of a man with a dark past, and as a kid, he always seemed troubled. And everyone has like bad memories of him. And once people find, well, basically, he comes back to town. Everyone's kind of like, you know standoffers some stiff arms. And then once they remember who he is, they're really shitey to him. And I'm like, yo, you know what? This sounds this sounds like some serious business because I mm. mean, he's gonna come back and wreck shop
2: with a vengeance. And, sure, yeah. yeah. It's
0: Tom Hardy. Let's do this. Let's go. And then. I got to sit and watch him walk around for forty-five minutes.
1: Uh, excuse me, you told me that you can also see his butt.
0: Occasionally, you do see his butt. Yes, um, you just see, out. And you just, just out. That's yeah, what then, happens? Then in there is the full 1800s again, frontal nudity so. in this. This is along. The, the oh, same excuse me. As this
1: <laughs> was not the first thing you told me about this show.
0: I, I wanted to tease till the end. Ah, oh, dang. I, exactly. Mm. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. I'm particularly, particularly trolling Amy by leaving out these <laughs> details. Mm. Um, No, I'm upset because I love Tom Hardy's work. I really wanted to see him shine in this. And instead, I got a lot of attempted emotion from other people being being given the floor to actually speak and react to Tom Hardy's lack of action. He's playing a very dark brooding figure here, which can in itself be very poignant, be very deep.
2: Seems like all he, all he has to these days is that dark brooding quiet. Maybe, but this yeah. isn't
0: like this is like a Bane presence where eventually he speaks and it's, it's like, this is just, no, he's just a guy uh, I don't have anything much to equate it with because okay. he doesn't do anything, he doesn't say anything. He walks here and it's like, okay, this kind of goony figure walking out to these people, he's going to start a fight, it's going to be real. No, he walks to these people, they get out of his way, and he keeps walking. Wow. Okay. he walks into a bar someone recognizes him <gasps> okay something's gonna happen now this big dramatic scene no they look so at him, do you
2: get a sense it's building towards something like maybe something eventually happened I get or? the
0: sense but it's far too much of a slow burn like any uh, show that's aware of itself isn't this, would have gotten isn't this
1: Ridley TV. Scott isn't this um, who's directing this isn't it something crazy
0: Oh uh, dang it I don't remember
1: I'm pretty sure it was thing. like something insane like it was like Ridley Scott like making this TV show no, uh, I don't well know.
0: if it is they should know better especially Ridley Scott who should know at some point like this isn't a movie Okay, you don't have two hours to, you know, uh, to uh, to build up a story, and mm. then the whole thing's gonna like come to a head and then finish. This is a TV show where things actually have to happen. Right, you
2: got to anyway. feed people a little something, you know what I mean, to yeah. keep them going along, right?
0: And it's the lack of action that bothers me because it's yeah, Ridley party. Scott's the executive action. producer on this. Well, executive producer that means. But it's still.
1: He approved the concept.
0: Should. He got people. He got people funding, and he's backing it with his name. But he's not directly involved in the production, which I think he, if he was. That'd be that'd be exponentially better. My main disappointment in this is the fact that you you expect things to happen. It it baits you. Uh, right. With uh, he goes to this whorehouse that was his father's house, his father, his father, his family's property, and he's got the key for the place. And he gets approached by this woman by by the madam, and and you know she's threatening like I'm gonna get my goons on you and everything. Who do, yeah. think, do you think you are? He's like you have two hours to get, to get everything up out of here. And I'm like, he's opening windows and there's you know, a bunch of like naked women laying there. And I'm like, okay, cool, you know, this show has merit. Let's see what happens. Nothing happens. <laughs> nothing happens, why? Does nothing happen. I'm very disappointed. And it's not for lack of trying because it's Tom Hardy, I know he's got the ability. Right. And I can tell he's giving his all in the problem. Well, not giving his all, but he's, giving, he's working with what he's being given. Yeah. And I think it's a failing in the writing.
1: At That's unfortunate. That. I've really been looking forward to it. So I'm, I'm going to let it go a couple episodes before I sit down and give it a looky-loo. But mm-hmm.
0: Let's see how it pans out. Because I just most see like, the pictures of
2: Tom Hardy in like, war paint and stuff like that. So I'm assuming there should have been some action. There was so little in dialogue this,
0: yeah. in this. That's the problem. Like You'd think at the very least, oh, it's just Tom Hardy not really acting with folks. Mm-hmm. you know? But no, it's him. He goes to this place. He checks charge. He goes to this place. You watch him read a letter. And then you'll hear a vo- uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, you'll hear a voiceover yeah. that okay, though this this is gonna read the letter to me. The voiceover will say about three sentences, and then it'll hold on for like another full minute, and then he blows out a candle, seamed over. Like what the hell did, did he read more? What's going on? Was he reflecting? Does Can he I get like, re- Yeah, yeah, and in a monologue something, but we watch him react for the entire time. He walks to a place, he reacts. He walks to another place, he reacts. He walks to a third. It place. Sounds like a bad RPG. In face. It's, Mm, it's very disappointing because it was boring. I know no boss
1: fights, just NPC chats. Okay,
0: the quote unquote <laughs> boss fight was him in a meeting where they tried they were trying to negotiate for a piece of land. He walked into a meeting, sat down, they offered him money, he said no. They said, Are you sure? He said no. He's like, Well, let's convince you. He said no. They said, Well, look you little sh and he said no. Threaten me again, I'll kill you. I'm like, Oh, okay, they're threatening. Now something's gonna happen. Credits. What, uh-huh. what
1: era does this take place in?
0: Uh, this takes place in eighteen hundreds, London, I believe. Okay. London or Wales.
2: And so they're fighting. London over, or
1: Wales? They're definitely the same place. So
2: they're fighting over land. They're coming <laughs> after his
0: land, the right? Accents. So that's what.
1: Eighteen fourteen is. is the date. Hmm. London or Wales?
0: Eighteen fourteen, London. <laughs> <or Wales. laughs> London. Okay, I was right the first time. Those London are
1: two now. really different places.
0: Oh, okay. Especially I, I during say, that said, like, era. London or uh, uh, Zimbabwe? Okay. So. <laughs> um, but what I'm hoping is that it's not all situated in london because i think it might be the uh, environment that might be the catalyst for why it was so uninteresting to start off yeah you know because the whole thing is he's got this dark background he spent all this time in africa so and anticipating why, some
2: flashbacks where he was yeah this crazy character i'm thinking that that's where the
0: action going to come from because yeah. the uh the promos that they've showed I'll uh, be intercut with a lot of just like talk and round table discussions, which it turns out might be the majority of the show, are right. intercut with these scenes of just what looks like some serious savagery. Mm. And I was hoping that by the time I saw this, that would've that would have been just teasers to the action fueled, filled show that this would be. And I'm a little I'm a little disappointed. Mm. Um I will continue I will continue to give it a couple more chances, but as of right now I can't recommend it. It's and Taboo. what channel is this
2: on? What station? Oh
0: shit. Um this was Thank you for putting me on the spot, man. I want to say WB, but... Yes, uh, wrong. BBC
2: One. BBC One. Okay,
0: thank you. That's why they were swearing. Right, and that's why I was saying that. They're like, their uh, swearing must be... It's like Luther then, kind of, you know? Well, Luther's an awesome show. Yeah. This is not... But that show. was on BBC One, though, too. Yeah. That's awesome. right. Mm-hmm. Also, FX. FX, thank you. There you go. Yeah. Uh, um, it's taboo with Tom Hardy. Take it with a strong grain of salt. If you do want to stick yourself to it, as of right now, I would say pass.
2: Yeah. Oh, and Ridley Scott is an executive producer. Yeah,
1: nice.
0: That's weak, 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 weak,
1: weak, I weak. already said that.
0: I know. Oh, I can find We also nothing. established <laughs> that you <laughs> see
1: <laughs> Tom Hardy's entire wiener.
0: Yes. Yes, you do. The whole thing. So
1: for those... For can those can and those. it camera? takes a whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> so for... The- so for those uh, who are looking for, you know, alternative reasons to watch it, uh, the the whole wiener. It's
0: yeah. just
2: one slow tilt shot. The whole, yeah. A candid <laughs> shot of his <laughs> a wiener. Oh, there's uh, nice. the... Slow All
1: right, okay. Remember, guys, MySpace photos. And this All one right. tracking shot.
0: Enough about bare wieners. I want to hear about someone who has no involvement whatsoever in any kind of wiener. Or Adam, you got to check out Jackie. Did you not my friend?
2: Yes. Yes, I did, actually. Right. That is indeed uh, not wiener Center. There's wiener. no wieners in Jackie just gonna put that out there first just to (laughs) get people's minds somewhere else. Jackie is wiener-free. Wiener-free, absolutely. Oh, headphone just went out. Um, is directed by uh, Pablo Lorraine. He also has a movie, uh, Neruda, that's out, like, right now as well, which is interesting. Very busy guy at the moment. Uh, Stars Natalie Portman, Peter uh, Sarsgaard's in this, Billy Crudup's in this, John Hurt's in this, and uh, basically, this is, um, it's not like a biopic. It's kind of, It it, it goes back into the one place uh, in time right after the assassination of of John F. Kennedy. And then it's her first interview with Billy Crudup, who plays this journalist. And it's her interview explaining in detail basically her life after that event. And so it's her recalling um, everything that happened. And so it's just basically that one week in her life. And then within that week, everything she's going through... Um, basically trying to uh, uh, raise her kids, trying to break it to her kids, trying to, like, basically comprehend uh, the events that happened such a a horrible thing. And then um, uh, the interesting part is her, she's a student of history, so it's her coming to terms with, like, her place in history down the line. Mm -hmm. So she's really, like, comprehending, like, uh, her on the on the whole scale of history, like what, what how she'll be viewed down the line, how John F. Kennedy will be viewed down the line, so it's a uh, it's it's very interesting like her perspective it's a bit uh, in this film. Yes, realized. yes, absolutely. So uh, she, you know, one of the things she studies um, Lincoln's funeral to try to emulate that because when he was assassinated, they had this giant funeral. So she wants something similar because you know she views her husband as such a great man. She doesn't want him to be just another picture on the wall because basically her living in the White House is like living in this house full of ghosts. And so she's just surrounded by all these men and she she understands that most American people don't really remember what they did or what they accomplished. So she doesn't want her husband to be just forgotten, to be just another man. So she's uh, It's it's her struggling with that, her trying to um, come to terms with with the death, and this movie was filmed beautifully. The 16 millimeter uh, grainy film stock that they used really kind of invokes the uh, the look of the time.
0: Was that to go for that effect? of yes, the old I think film so. Film cameras. Yes,
2: it there. looks just like one of those one of those old things. So um, Peter Sarsgaard in this, he plays Bobby. Um, and forehead still. Yep, uh, Billy Crudup's the journalist. Uh, John Hurt's a priest that uh, she uh, confides in as well. But uh, a very interesting movie, like I said, that it was shot beautifully. Um, the assassination scene uh, itself is very, very powerful, very, oh, very, wow. very well done. It's just soundtrack
0: by Kanye.
2: Yeah, but it's it's not like it's not like over the top, like you know what I mean, like overly dramatic and really selling it. It's just kind of like you see a few flashes and and just like her there holding his head. It's just such a powerful scene. Okay, that's tough
0: because to do that, it seems like it would be hard to do that and have it not be disrespectful.
2: Right, and it's like you, there's, it's tasteless almost. You know what I mean? To to really like dwell on it, to try to go over the top. But the way they did it, it was very well done. It didn't like uh, try to you know uh, sell the gore too much or anything like that, and like overly you know it's very dramatic as it is. They didn't sell it anymore. You know. but yeah, it was a uh, it was a great movie. I definitely suggest going out and uh, see this. Uh, Natalie Portman does a great job. She nails that uh that that voice, um, that that she does. But uh, definitely worth uh, <coughs> definitely worth checking out. I uh, definitely recommend it.
0: All right, solid. Jackie. Um, Jackie. Theater's now.
2: I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I saw it at Coolidge a week ago. It might not be there anymore, but I think it's still out. Maybe uh maybe in the suburbs there. So. Uh, the Coolidge. Uh, the Coolidge.
0: All right, thank you. Absolutely. All right. Now, another motion picture we got. Oh, to yeah. A uh, little. Very classy. Little ditty. Um, Good transition movie. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: <laughs> really, really on par, I'd say. Well, it's just one the, people need to know. We're talking dynamic acting.
0: about Death Race 2050. I got to see it. Did anybody else? Mm-hmm. I sure did. Mm-hmm. It's
2: actually on Netflix now. Too. It's it sure on is.
0: Yeah, we're talking about Death Race 2050. The latest picture by 90 plus year old SOB Roger Corman still working. Mm. And this is a direct sequel. It is
1: it's, It is an emotional sequel. Because it, um, it is neither a direct remake nor a direct sequel. It's
2: got like the same characters, the same themes. You're right. Yeah. It does.
0: Most of the same characters along yeah. the same lines and pretty much updated for the modern age. The original movie um, was Death Race starring David Carradine, the rest of soul. And old. Sly Stallone, Yeah, And Sly Stallone. alone,
1: delivering one of the greatest lines in all of cinema where he turns to his uh, kind of co-workers pilot co-writer slash girlfriend and looks at her and goes yeah well you're just a big potato (laughs) because she's sassing him and he literally just says you you're just a big potato just yeah (laughs) It stuck with me man i watched that movie 20 years ago and immortal
2: lines like that stay with you
1: that's another movie speaking of movies to watch way 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 too young as my dad loved that movie and he had it on and i watched (laughs) it but the violence in the original one is like just Hella it's campy. Goofy. I mean, it was even good. the new one's goofy, but it's a little more graphic. But yeah. it's just soup. The original's incredibly goofy.
2: Well, all those Roger Corman B movies that are made in like two weeks are. But are have that <laughs> they spent at least them. three
1: weeks on this new film. Yeah. I gotta say, it I had my had my boy Manu Bennett at in it, least, so that's really yeah. exciting to see him in a lead role. It's uh, for those who don't know, he has done a lot of work in front of the cameras. Yet not, he's uh, done been some orcs in Lord of the Rings films. He was Azog uh, in uh, the Hobbit movies. So you. Have definitely seen him in things but you don't always know you have seen him in things mm. and it was really really cool to see him as a lead but something I've been joking about is like if you're from New Zealand and you're an actor oh. do you need to like make a pact with Satan to lose your accent because I can't think of anyone from New Zealand that actually can manage having any different accent most you. people and don't Zealand come at me play about Carl Urban because he's t- he's no, miserable no. Simon, with his accent Simon
0: Baker he was the medalist if the devil wears Prada so that's
1: so someone else so, so does Mono have to like kill him him to speak without an accent yeah, like that, one I most,
0: his head, yeah i think and then you gain that because
1: carl Irvin's a little better but uh if, go back and watch the first star trek movie and
2: i think most people from new zealand play people from new zealand <laughs> in american movies well, Zoe yeah. Bell,
0: i think is the last
2: right movie. but
1: just just in a i just found it funny like it just the accent was very like ah yes american frankenstein Inglorious America, right. Americans. Right, well, we've
0: thrown out a couple of names, but since you both are intimately familiar, you want to give our audience just the rundown of what is Death Race.
2: Well, I think it was originally a satire. Basically, these wrestler, like professional wrestling personalities, and the population has gotten so large that as a crossover entertainment and population control, they throw this game where these people kill pedestrians to gain points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically there's like 99% yeah. unemployment rate. It's, at it's this meant like to be cell. like
1: a distraction from yes. the fact that life itself is kind of obsolete because you know robots have replaced humans. Robots have replaced
2: human beings to do everything. It's a dystopian world. So it's like Science. this entertainment and population yeah. control and, uh, everything game. Is,
1: everything is kind of like, you know, drink. Soda. Soda's great. Now with 83% less mind control. It's very much
0: living in comfort and squalor. I can see this as being set in the same universe as Idiocracy.
1: Yeah, it's kind Mm -hmm. of like, the the world of idiocracy from a different angle. And I really enjoyed in this in this new movie, it had Malcolm McDowell as the president, right. <laughs> which is a gift unto itself. It's it's almost like oh. the original movie Death Race watched the Hunger Games and was like, Yeah, I like that. Let's put that in the movie.
2: Malcolm McDowell's fantastic. And if you don't know him, obviously a clock orange time after
0: time.
1: And a also let horror. us not forget the new Fantasy Island.
0: Franklin house. and Bash. I mean, that right there <laughs> was a classic. <laughs> Malcolm McDowell, greatest.
1: Malcolm McDowell, star of New Fantasy Island. Oh, Franklin and <laughs> Bash. He threw a <laughs>
2: Franklin and Bash. That's <laughs> a first for sure. <laughs> but yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> but, but, Death but, but, Race was, was really interesting. I had really low expectations. I'm not going to lie. I went into this being like, all right, pessimist. I'll watch this crap. You know what? It was enjoyable. I thought it was pretty good satire for the times. And it had a lot of little things for... How do I put this? The woke nerd, if you will, <laughs> oh, for the discerning nerd. Mm. Uh, my one of my favorite scenes and this is this is not not a spoiler in any way. Is uh, the certain characters two two female characters speak in a bar, uh, talking to each other about kind of the state of things. And uh, Pat, what, what was the name of that bar for that was our listeners? The, that
0: was the Bechtel Bar. <laughs>
1: <And that's, laughs> Uh, for those for unaware, the
0: th- test, for yes. the, yeah, yeah, and
1: it was it was uh, for those unaware of the Bechdel test. It's uh, two named female characters speaking to each other about something that isn't a man, which was originally seen in the comic Dykes to watch out for, which was actually meant to show that like lesbian content is so rare that you can't even find two women that are named characters talking to each other. But it's kind of become this like lowest standard for a film that you know that the least that a film has are two women that have names talking to each other about something other than a man. And I thought it was just a really cheeky nod to the that's audience in a positive way, in a like, we know this but is crap. But it's like in the no type to get that too. I don't exactly.
2: think actually the audience for that Well, that's what up, I think
1: is, is so funny. great. Right. Who is the audience to this movie? That's what I loved so much. It's kind of at the same time, there's two levels of this movie. There's the level of you're watching this movie and oh man, this girl's banging a car. Literally, one of the characters is banging her car. Yes,
0: indeed. She's
1: banging her car. <laughs> her and isn't car that crazy? Big
0: vibrator. Her car's
1: a vibrator and it's crazy. And oh my god, that guy got cut in half. There's guts everywhere. Guts I love this and movie. Sex with but cars then there's then age. there's the second level of Not so much getting it, because I don't want to, like, you know, think down on the people that are just watching, like, yeah, it blew up. But there is this secondary level of watching it as a movie and watching it as the media that it is and saying this is a satire and this is showing you, like, you know, there's a great scene in it where... The president is just talking about how rich he is, and I forget what animal they're eating black rhino. They're, they're sitting and eating, eating a rhino. black rhino. Because it's in I mean, it's just so over the top, ham fisted, mm. shoveling it in your face like capitalism bad. And I I loved that. I thought that it's. I we, had a problem with some of that. I think it, it really worked.
0: And it got into the realm of shoddy writing. They, no, every, see, for me, I thought had, it
1: was like a farce. I thought it was like farcical.
0: They had several different terms where it could have seemed to be a, as a really intelligent farce. Most of the scenes where you are seeing the audience member react to things happening directly in the death race. One of the uh, interesting mechanics they incorporated in this was all the audience that are watching. In the old 70s one, people watched at the live uh, stadiums and stands and stuff mm. on the side of the road, or on TV in this one, everyone has these little virtual reality glasses that puts them right in the passenger seat. It would cut to not the navigator on the side of the driver, but the uh, audience member who's seeing themselves in there and you can watch them react to them like, wow, they're gonna do something really like poignant and intelligent here. This guy's reaction is gonna really make a statement. And no. No, not at yeah. all. You know, um, several times I felt they dropped the ball there, and I was really waiting for it. I'm like, wow, this movie's going to be more uh, introspective than I ever realized from the beginning. Yeah, And it's like, you could have been so much more. I see what
1: you're saying, but I'll be honest with you. I feel like it works because it's not really like this self-referential movie. Like, I feel like it works for what it is, which Mm -hmm. again, and and this is not meant to diminish it in any way. It was a not-released-to-theaters home video distribution. How dare you
0: diminish this movie in
1: that I, way. I know, I know, it was so rude of me, but I felt, a, a good example of what you're trying to say, though, is like one of the newer characters, and again, this is not a spoiler, it's like one of the first things you see is there's a character, Jed Perfectus. Jed Perfectus. And he's supposed to be like this, you know, Sexually ambiguous Ubermensch, and it's
0: this yeah, is cock diesel ultra Aryan. That was something haired. I
1: actually was bummed about real quick. Uh, well, I was Michael really asks. hoping that there'd be the Nazi car in this movie, just so I could see it get blown up. And well, there was, was no they did, Nazi um, car they, in this they movie. An updated
0: version. They instead of the Nazi um, in the original. There's movie, no update Nazi to Nazis. Uh, Nazis are still who, there. We she, still like, need to punch Nazis. Uh, the ultra white right ultra right wing fundamentalist driver who uh, drove, basically had her own religion and her own followers Breitbart employee like, yeah <laughs> um but I, th- I think that was the modern allegory for the I don't think
1: Nazi we don't need a modern allegory for Nazis it can just still be Nazis well, and now, you can still blow them up I
0: think about a year ago when they were filming this um that it just started to get back into fashion oh they've never interface.
2: left let's hear both sides though I, I, think, I think oh the, gosh I, I think the <laughs> hardcore
0: fundamentalist would be seen as more in that role up until recently um, I can see it, but, th- but at the same
1: time, the on film. a personal note, I would have, you know, this movie gets an eight out of ten, uh, losing a star for me for not having any Nazis explode.
2: <laughs> wow! It's true, most of my movies do that too. Exploding yeah. Nazis? I need exploding Nazis <laughs> to, to get the full
0: star. It's rating. It's just the icing on any <laughs> film's cake. To get the full cake. star rating. All right, this one, the, the the main thing that got me though was, and I want to I want to I want to call out the uh, the uh, what was it two thousand eight two thousand ten. The Jason Statham, yeah. uh, uh, Tyrese Gibson, Death Race. Which
1: does have nothing to do with... They have the it's, same character names. There's it's 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 Frankensteins loosely, in that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's true.
0: loosely based on the, on the original Death Race 2020. It's, yeah.
1: it's, it's like the alternate reality Yeah, they version. set a dystop, dystopian
0: yeah. future. Yeah. This one tried to be a little more serious. We'll get the prisoners, and we'll got
1: to fight each other in the cars. I really
0: liked it, though. Because no, I did movie, like it Because well. in itself, they did practical effects. The acting was good. The story was fun. They had
2: Al Swearingen in that movie, too. Yes, they did. Yeah.
0: they really great. Great cast, a fun movie to watch. And even though we acknowledge it's not the most prestigious movie, it was one that actually respected the material despite how goofy the material itself actually is. Right. You know, and this one what I was thought, that
2: like Jason says ended up in prison, they like framed yep. him for killing yep. his wife. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he actually gets revenge on the guy that actually did it mid race. Something yeah. like that, he, like breaks his neck. Yeah. But- it was. It was. It was. It was a little goofy, but it's it was goopy. fun. It was a fun movie. Not every movie, movie. Yeah, has to movie. be.
1: It's a Jason Statham
2: movie. Like, come on! It's. It it's was, I get it. Yeah. I call that I liked one out it.
0: because it was far more coherent than this movie. Yeah, this yes, movie was. was
1: a little bit of a mess. I'll be honest. I did enjoy it, but it like certain storylines and again i don't want to give any spoilers but there's a couple of storylines that don't really properly get resolved in yeah, this picked new up and movie. abandoned for
2: sure and Let's there's a it. couple
1: yeah. of things where characters do things that really have no motivations like the film establishes that one of the characters is faking their persona yeah mm-hmm. and then yes. this character immediately
0: throws that away another one yeah it could have been really intelligent just
1: right immediately there. throws like immediately goes right back to like by the way I, this is a persona, and I'm super smart. Oh, let me immediately go try and kill this other character. It's like cool. It just to hit did their, not make trying any Trying to sense. hit
2: their deadline and forgot about tying up a bunch
0: of loose ends. And yeah, yeah, here why? you go. Yeah, this was no. You know what? It's Death Race. Keep it simple. (laughs) Keep it (laughs) simple. (laughs) Seriously. And they tried to present something that they didn't follow through on.
2: Right. With a name as blunt as Death Race, you would think. You know what I mean? Blow stuff up. Speaking real quick about the
1: the accident gore, I did want to give a shout out to how impractical its effects were and that I genuinely enjoyed (laughs) the goofy, over the top violence. I feel that it could have gone too realistic and moved into this almost like B movie, like B gore. Zone like, like a like a and I feel like this serious. had a really good level of like crappy CGI. There's no other way to put it, but it was like good. It was like I wanted it. It's like yes, cut that man in half. All his organs are splurting blood everywhere. Yeah, because yeah.
0: that's it's, what you came for. You know, what I mean? borderline yeah. um, Aquatine Hunger Force yeah. explosions.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like
0: it's it's him. Danzig blood. comes out more blood. Do you have the house with the blood? Can you yeah. make
1: the blood flow up the walls? Sure, why not? Yeah,
0: I got a sense that they were trying to when they revamp some of the characters do like a wacky racist thing. I'm like that's that's absolutely not the way you want to go that's (laughs) that's that's, that's very wrong but I still didn't hate the writers the acting kind of bugged me at at times because I'm like I know these aren't like complete a-listers but at the very least like there's got to be some way to make this dialogue work because it's death race and I really wanted to yeah and like they lost me at some point their motivations seemed to like fall and then pick up some sometime down the line like didn't you completely abandon this like 20 minutes ago? Obviously. And now you're trying to go back to it. The ending itself left me flat. Well, so I don't if, think
2: they really had any actors, too, that I was particularly taken with. You know what well, I mean? I really that wanted was... to
0: see the, the Jed Perfectus storyline actually wrap up.
1: Yeah, yeah. like it just kind of that's another one. Like, okay, Jed Perfectus is supposed to be like, again, this Uberman. She's been genetically created to be perfect. And it, it just doesn't go
0: anywhere. It's a movie that had an a, that had an A story and a B story. This didn't wrap any of them up tightly. The main story, Frankenstein story, did have a finish, but it was kind of a, it was kind of a we know this, we know you're not taking it seriously, so we're not taking it seriously type, right. of, type of finish. If I hadn't seen this done better, I'd be perfectly fine. But we've seen the Deocracy, we've seen the earlier Death Race movie, the original Death Race. So I don't want to harken on. Oh, the original was much better than that. That makes me an yeah. asshole. I'm not going to do that. This one, it's a fun time. It's a dumb fun time, but it's a dumb fun time that presents itself as a little bit more than that. If so take a it that at point, it
2: then doesn't really follow through. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah.
0: Like Taboo. You're getting a lot of that. You know? <laughs> the whole wiener. Like the whole Like Taboo wiener. with the whole wiener. You don't see Jed <laughs> Perfectus once. Yeah,
1: like you don't see his wiener, but he, he is in a real small bikini at one point, which is pretty nice.
0: Yeah, that was awkward. Made me feel funny. Um, yeah, right? Was- I, I'm a little bummed that we didn't get more from certain characters. Dang it! What was the rapper's name? Mi- they it like began characters? with an M, right? Yeah. Minerva. 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 Her
1: yeah. name was Minerva.
0: Yeah, they, these were really interesting characters. They, there's the uh, there's an AI that has an existential crisis. Abe. Yeah, Abe. That's the one yeah. for
1: for those who were paying attention. The one that his his creator uh, is having car sex with.
0: Yes, they make yes. the Midwest really racist too. They, they, is, yeah, well, yeah. Well, uh, so some of it was uh, factual. This is true, but it's enjoyable. I, it's enjoyable. It a, there's a lot it's, it's there that I, I would have loved to have seen if they'd fleshed out or at the very least, you know, given a little bit more screen time to, so they could wrap up some of this without having mm. to go through the whole story. Just give them logical endings.
1: I think. I think to be honest, like if I had to have like one wrap up conclusion, it's. If you already have a Netflix account and you're already paying for Netflix, watch you're this movie. To, you're about
2: to fall asleep. And it's yeah. it's
1: it's you got two hours and you want to watch something goofy, you could do a lot worse than this movie. Do it's, you want to watch it's How I Met Your Mother again? No. Exactly.
0: exactly. High praise on the account. Um, <laughs> death Race, I would recommend it. Death, yeah. Especially death Race if
1: you enjoyed the, the David Carradine version. De- check this one out.
0: Yes. Although, there's no Grenade Hand. And How the dare hand.
1: you spoil this movie from the seven. The I'm angry like
0: to know there is no grenade hand. Truth. All right. Death race 2050. Mm. I think we're split on this one. Yeah. Okay. But this has been the geek down here on WEMF radio. want to thank you all for joining us for another fun show with fun stuff. That was kind of funky. I um, want to remind you all if you uh, weren't watching on Twitch, you can catch us on twitch.tv slash The Geek Down every week and see our smiling faces. And also, you were probably checking us out on wmfradio.com, but you can also hear us on SoundCloud slash Geek Down. Also, you can check us out on YouTube slash Geek Down or uh, look us up on iTunes. We're on there too at The Geek Down. Just search us and we'll come up first thing. Uh, well, first thing that pop up in the search, and you know what to do. Um, also, if you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, you really like Death Race and want to punch us in the taint, you can organize that by hitting us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. And you can also just go to the website and hit us up there at geek-down.com. We'll be right back here next Monday. Same bad time, same bad channel. Until then, I want to thank Just Johnny. Yep. I want to thank Amy McCobb. want to thank Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. DJ Herbie Herb. and I want to thank you. Join us next week and until then, be excellent to each other. Peace.